This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. there. Thanks for choosing to listen to this episode of The Saturday Quiz. If you're new around here, let me introduce myself and tell you what's going on. My name is John Leary and every week I'm joined by a different pair of guests who try to answer the 10 general knowledge questions from the quiz in The Saturday Paper. It's not a competition and I don't keep score, it's just a good opportunity to have a chat with some interesting people about things they may not normally think to talk about. Mind you, my guests this week never seem to be short of something to talk about on their own podcast, See Also, where they connect the dots of pop culture in wide-ranging chat that takes in movies, music, television, and much, much more. Welcome to the show, Kate Jinks and Brody Lancaster. Hello, it is so Hello. good to be back. So nice to have you back, Kate. Mm-hmm. And welcome to the show, Brody. Thank you. So nice to be on another pod. First time, first time caller. First time caller, long time listener, actually. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. That's nice to hear. Tell me about C also. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those hobbies that uh, you're like, this will be a fun little thing we work on, and then all of a sudden it's taking over our entire lives. But I don't think we'd have it any other way, right, BL? Yeah, it's kind of um, formalised just the things that I think Kate and I were separately thinking about and obsessing about um, and given us an outlet for them, which yeah, thankfully excellent. people seem to enjoy. Because it is, I mean, I mean, it's a very kind of simple podcast formula or format with the two of you just talking about pop culture and what you're watching, what what you're listening to, what you're reading. And yeah. Yeah, but we always manage like a wild segue between us. You know, we'll be talking about <laughs> some new film that Disney have just released and then a second later we're discussing the interior workings of like a cult house. So it's <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's always something there. There's always a lot to discuss. Yeah, there is. I mean the the pop culture and and just culture that we consume is never ending, right? So oh, truly endless. Yeah. yeah. We are on this hamster wheel for life. <laughs> uh, can I ask you, I've been asking people on this season of the podcast what their favourite piece of trivia is. Do either of you have a favourite piece of trivia? I really like the, I mean, I have taken one from your podcast, which is the oh. uh, Mark Twain, Haley's Comet. Oh, it's a good one, isn't it? Piece. It's but come up a couple of times. There was a recent one that made me think of it recently because, you know how we've had like a very cold start to winter in Melbourne and, you know, everyone was saying it's the coldest start to winter in 35 years. Um, and the way that the Age newspaper chose to frame that was the week that Neighbours started airing was the last coldest start of winter and that was the week that neighbors was finishing filming so i was like wow so that's a a nice little yeah neighbors was shot (laughs) in between the two coldest winters in melbourne's history that's good to know that'll be a strange piece of trivia in like 10 years you know people are like "Mm, people are like it's hot all the time now (laughs) yeah yeah what is winter Mm. what about you kate jinx anything on your mind Mm. i don't well 
I don't know. My whole brain is just like rattling around with weird bits of trivia that never helps in any social situation. Uh, maybe today, who, who can say? But uh, there was a bit of trivia that came up in uh, our most recent podcast recording that BL, you didn't know, which was Angela Lansbury is related to Malcolm Turnbull. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're like second cousins or something like that kissing cousins i don't know something like yeah, that. yeah sure yeah that's right i i feel like that's come up before as well I if think, there are um, any weird if there are any questions in the quiz about weird celebrity families that's very in our wheelhouse my favorite yeah is that well christian bale is gloria steinem's stepson Wow, that I did not know that one. Did you know that the director of the craft, not the craft, director of Practical Magic is Joan Didion's nephew? Oh, I didn't. <laughs> of course I didn't. But uh, I'm not su- at all surprised that you know that. <laughs> Welcome um, to our quiz. <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah. You, before you take over, we should um, maybe take a break and come back with the questions. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Brody Lancaster and Kate Jinks. Let's get into the actual questions. Are you ready? Sure. Now, I'm going to apologize because... Question number one is a sports question, and I know that that's neither of your specialty a- subjects. Actually, oh, no, mm, no. Am I wrong? I feel that this this is the first time I will ever be on a team uh, on this quiz. Sorry, Zoe, where we might get sports questions right because Brody is a jock. Brody's a jock. Sure, but yeah. I, I did know that, but I'm pretty sure, because this is a golf question. Oh, man. It's not about the Richmond yeah, Football see? Club, so I'm out. Yeah, if it, if it was like football, no worries. Tiger Sorry. Woods. Tiger Absolutely. Woods. Absolutely. No, it's not Tiger Woods. There will be one easy answer, but I want two of them, because question number one is, Cameron Smith recently became the fifth Australian golfer to win the Open Championship, the British Open. Name any two of the other four. And there's bonus points for naming all four. Can four you do Australians. That? Yeah, four Australians who have won the British Open, which is just called the Open. Ah, uh, Greg Norman? Greg Norman, there you go. One of them's easy, straight off the bat. Well done. I'm not sure I know any other Australian golfers. <laughs> um, yeah. There is a... A former Richmond football player who is now dating a professional golfer, but she's a woman, so I doubt she's, she's one She's a woman. Of them. She's not one of the ones on the list. Also, I don't, believe. don't remember her name, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, okay, so that's not going to help anyway. Uh, so, yes, Greg Norman won it in 1986 and again in 1993. Okay. Now. So does he count for two? Yeah. No, he okay. only counts for one. Another one who won it. In between Greg Norman's wins, so a guy that won it in 1991. I'll give you a clue. He has a double-barreled surname with one of the names being the word for a profession and the other is a type of bird. Baker Hawk. And he's, 
His initials are IBF. Is Baker the B? Baker is the B. Ian? Ian is his first name. Ian Baker. Ian Baker. What did you say? S? F. F for Freddy. Falcon? <laughs> Ian Baker Falcon. It's a good no, name. No, it's a very, sm- a very small bird. Finch. Finch. Ian Baker Finch. Well done. Uh, we're so good at this. We're yeah, really good at sport. He won it in 1991. Oh, congrats. The other two, <laughs> let me tell you this. The first guy on the list won the Open Championship five times between 1954 and 1965 and is the only golfer in the world in the modern era to win a major three times in succession. So he won the British Open in 54, 55 and 56. His initials are PT and he has a very, what I would say, is a common sounding name. Peter Thomas. You are so close. It is Peter Thompson. Okay, congrats. <laughs> yeah. I literally was about to say, is one of them, is one of the names going to be the shark? And then I remembered that is Greg Norman. That is Greg Norman. Okay. Yes. Well, the and the last guy also has a nickname. He was nicknamed the Pimble Crusher because he, <laughs> okay. he, he yeah, uh, and he was playing in the, the sort of uh, 50s and 60s. He won the Open only once in 1960 and his only other kind of big finish was in 1965 at the US Open where he tied at the end of the, you know, full rounds, he tied with South African golfer Gary Player, so they had to have an 18-hole playoff, during which this player, this man, hit a female spectator in the forehead on the fifth hole with his ball and was so upset and affected um, that he did it again on the very same hole. So he hit... Two <laughs> female spectators on the I thought you meant he did it ball. again to the same, same. woman. <laughs> no, I know. That would be extraordinary. But, I mean, it's bad enough that he did it twice on the same hole. So, wow. um, uh, yeah, he he lost he lost it thereafter. Good. Real Billy Madison performance. <laughs> yeah, totally. He didn't Wait, do it no, on happy purpose. Gilmore. Happy, happy Gilmore. Gilmore. Yeah, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. So his initials are K.N., and I'm going to get you there. Um, <laughs> Are you? I don't, I don't know doubt if, it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this will help, but he shares a surname with my accountant. Kevin Nagel. You, oh, my God. <laughs> it is Nagel. I mean, look, you're a Melbourne-based art professional. <laughs> it's either Dark yeah. Way so, or yes. Nagel. <laughs> Big shout-out to Tony Nagel there, uh, my and everyone's accountant. His name was is actually Kel. Kel. So K E L. Kel okay. Nagel was the pinball crusher. Okay. Well done. My goodness. Wow. You got all of them. Incredible. Oh, great work. Great work from us. Yeah. Look, it's really like a guess the names question, not a guess the golfer yeah. question. That's true. That is true. All right. But I they they all four of those uh, names. And now uh, Cameron Smith makes the fifth Australian golfer to have won the Open. Well done. Congrats, Cameron. Question number two. Good one. The villainous Wallace and Gromit character Feathers McGraw is what type of bird? Do you know Jinxie? 
No. There you go. That's like a, a, well, it's, a, it's, it's a bit a closer to your wheelhouse. It is film. Hmm. Uh, did you say a rooster, Brody? I said like chicken or rooster. Yeah, that he he does disguise himself as a chicken or a rooster uh-huh. by wearing a, a red rubber glove. Yes, that's what I'm on picturing. his head. But he's not actually a chicken or a rooster. He's um, like a white, long necked. Yeah, he's not a duck. Swan, goose. Not a swan. I'll give you another clue. It is a flightless bird. A dodo. Penguin. <laughs> Not a dodo. <laughs> a penguin? A penguin is the right answer. Oh. Great. Yeah. We are doing, we are smashing it. You're smashing we this. Are. Yeah. I meant, I mean, uh, I'm imagining like a long, a long guy. Yeah. He, he is sort of long. We, we, he look, is shaped a little bit like a um, bowling pin, you know? Yeah. I was going to say noodle. <laughs> no, he's got. <laughs> He's got that sort of bulbous bit at the bottom. He does, yeah. Um, yeah. First appearing in the Best Animated Short Academy Award winning The Wrong Trousers, directed by... I don't know. <laughs> 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 don't look at me like that. Directed by Nick Park. Oh, yeah. All uh, right. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, right. congrats, the film, Nick. The, the film has an approval rating of 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm, s- I'm sorry to wow. say I've never seen it. Congrats it's only a short. Team. You could, you should I, go and. See, I can fit see it, it in, right? I can fit it yeah. in. All right. Question number three: What is the name of NASA's newly deployed ten million ten billion dollar telescope? You've got this, Brody. James Webb. The James Webb. Yeah. Love him. Do you know? Do you love him? Well, I love the pictures. He's, I love his work. He's oh, yeah. producing well, the, beautiful the pictures. Work. I spent but, a few hours last week looking at them, looking at the web. Some websites had put up Im- the same images from Hubble and you could yeah, slide to see the. Yeah. But then once it got into like these photographs show back in time, I was like, mm, my brain, no. <laughs> I can't comprehend that yeah. I'm seeing old seeing the part seeing yeah it yeah. is i i find it hard to kind of yeah i mean even just looking up into the night sky we're looking into the past because yeah. the the light has taken so long to reach us but yeah you understand I mean, why it, why like wormhole guys spend so long talking and thinking about it because it Worm How long is a piece guys. of string, you know? Because it, it does take a lot of talking and thinking about. Yeah. It's like a Donnie Darko, pe- a wormhole guy? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Or like the um, people who are like into Donnie Darko, you know? Yeah. Uh, nerds. You're talking about nerds. Yeah. We've already got a word for them. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to say wormhole guy. Yeah, the fans cellar doors the film- amongst us. <laughs> yes. Fans of the film The Butterfly Effect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I was interested when you said that you were a big fan of James Webb because, well, I was surprised because there's some controversy. Do you know who he actually was? Oh, no. No, no idea. Oh, God, was he a Nazi? He wasn't a Nazi. No, that was other people that worked for Is he cancelled? Is James Webb cancelled? Well, kind of. There's some people that, that would prefer the name to be changed. Mm. Whoa. Uh, he was the head of NASA from 1961 to 1968. But 
the controversy around naming the telescope after him comes from the claims that he was responsible for instigating the Lavender Scare at NASA and purging the institution of LGBTQ plus people. Because the Lavender Scare was linked with the paranoia around the infiltration of communism during the Cold War, the theory being that because of the social stigma attached to their sexuality, gay people were at risk of succumbing to blackmail and spying for the Soviets. Oh, it is true. It is so, true. So, <laughs> yeah. Being so, a spy is very camp. <laughs> yeah, it actually is. Mm. Good outfits, yeah, accessories. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, starting in the late 1940s, LGBTQ plus people were f- being fired or not employed by government institutions. And, oh. yeah, so there's some, there's some people that claim that, that he uh, was responsible for that happening at NASA, but uh, there is also other, other people that say, no, he, he had nothing to do with it. Mm. Yeah. Maybe we could but use... there's a bit of grey. There's a bit of grey there. Maybe we could use yeah. those telescopes to go back in time. Is that how this works and find out? <laughs> yeah, turn it back yeah. on Earth and photograph. Yeah. yeah. Possibly. Mm. Yeah. Let's take a picture of what was happening at NASA in 1963, exactly. James. Yeah, mm-hmm. good. <laughs> Glad good we idea. worked this out. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a screenplay. I want it on somewhere. record that I don't love James Webb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good. All right. I'll, uh, no I'll include that. All right, question number 4. Delia Owens is the author of which international best-selling novel turned film starring Daisy Edgar Jones? Do you have a jinxie? Crawdads. Where the crawdads sing? Where the crawdads, yeah, I was I was waiting to see what the crawdads did in your version, but yes, and where the crawdads problematic sing. creator. Mm-hmm. She's problematic? Yeah, she's up for essentially on a murder charge from the 90s. Oh, or no, she's Like, wanted she's for not. questioning. I mean. In a murder charge in Zambia No, but she's, she's not responsible. I don't know. I'm, I've read a lot of articles about this and I'm, jury is out on this one. Really? She wasn't even there. The jury is in session and she's not showing up to court. <laughs> that, that is true. So in, in case people uh, don't know what we're talking about, Delia Owens, who's a the author of the book, but she's also a zoologist, in the, was it the 90s? Was it, or was it further back? I, think, I thought it was, it was further back. The 70s. Um, but there was it? a documentary made and that yeah, is apparently so, quite damning. So her oh. and her husband at the time... Travelled to Africa. It was in the 70s. Yes. Isn't it? Yes. Let's go with 70s. Yeah. There's a documentary where a poacher or a, a alleged poacher of, of, you know, native animals was shot and killed on the tape, on the, on the, in the vision. And Delia was involved, it, it's uh, alleged, with the guys that were protecting with, with lethal force, the animals. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she is currently wanted to go and talk in Zambia mm-hmm. to the officials. Her and her husband at the time and their son, I think, oh. as well. Mm-hmm. I've got to yep. be honest, I'd only read the headlines. <laughs> I hadn't read anything about it. I was just like, <laughs> this is 
funny. This is juicy. Well, there, there's the details. So she's not in the, the vision of the murder, of the alleged murder. No, but it's alleged that her husband was the murderer and that is what the oh. director oh, d- cinematographer has yeah he's not his crawdads aren't singing about this but um <laughs> i'm willing to go with whatever is the juiciest option on this because there um, isn't there yeah. a um a murder in the crawdads novel in the yes. yeah it's all it's basically that's the the film the story in the film is the story. It's like, it's like a, a swamp girl is wanted for murder or something. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to read it. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's similar to the Lovely Bones. What was happening with that Lovely Bones author recently? Oh, no. Wasn't it, the, wasn't it the lady that wrote How to how to Get Away with Murder or something <laughs> like that? How to like murder your husband or something? And then wasn't she like, well, actually, you're going to jail <sighs> for murdering your husband? Wow. This is, this is a documentary of these things yeah. that I need to see. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, very well done. <laughs> you got that <laughs> correct. And with bonus bonus material. Question number five. What is the name of the volcano on Rakata Island in the Sunda Strait between Java and Sumatra, Indonesia? So, what's your top five uh, <laughs> volcanoes that you know the names of. Oh, I should know this. There's this Pom- film Pompeii. this year that is entirely about volcanoes. It's about oh. two volcanologists. It's called Fire of Love. They would have wow. gone there. They definitely would have gone there. This is a very famous... Why I ask what are your top five volcanoes that you know is because I believe that you will definitely know the name of this volcano. Oh, really? There's yeah. the only it had a very Krakatoa. There's Mount well, St. Helens. Why don't you just say that? Well, then. I'm going to say Krakatoa. Yeah, it's Krakatoa. Oh! And do you know why I know Krakatoa? <laughs> so well? Tell me why you know Krakatoa. Because one of my favourite bars in the whole world is uh, in <laughs> that's by the pools at the original Disneyland Resort in Anaheim. And it's a tiki bar, which is problematic, I know. However, sure. when, you order a, <laughs> when you order the Krakatoa, which is a cocktail... All of the like eyes on the totem poles inside the bar move, and the <gasps> staff spray you with water, <laughs> and it's a fun wow. time. Yeah, so it's like a Coyote Ugly, but Disney, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a tiki Disney version. What's in a Krakatoa? The drink. What? You I, know, I have not Do you actually. Remember? No, it's like I, it's essentially a pina colada or something. But um, <laughs> but it's and they like lights flash inside, so you're just sort of waiting wow. all night for someone, the next person to come in to order a yeah. Krakatoa unknowingly. How brilliant! Wow. wow. Well, Krakatoa. Let me tell you this because this is incredible. I think Krakatoa erupted in 1883 and. When it did, it is that is said to be the loudest recorded noise in human history, clocking in at 310 decibels. To put that in context, the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki were about 250 decibels. Whoa. Eardrums rupture at 160 decibels. I mean, people would have been killed just by the sound wave oh, alone. Wow. The, um, what a terrible yeah, way to go. Terrible okay. way to go. It, Your head the shockwave also travelled around the world several times and it was it was described as sounding like cannon fire as far away as Perth. Oh, God. So people in Perth were wow. looking out the window going, are we under attack? 
the death toll, the reported death toll from the eruption and the subsequent tsunamis is over 36,000 people, with some estimates being up to 120,000 people. And get this, this is incredible, I think. The skies all over the world were affected by the ash clouds for months afterwards, with vivid red sunsets and purple twilight and the moon appearing blue or green. And it's been suggested that the sky depicted in Edvard Munch's The Scream is actually a pretty accurate rendering of the colour of the sky over Norway at the time. Oh, wow. wow. And was he screaming because of the sound? I wonder. (laughs) Maybe. Hmm. (laughs) Maybe. Wow, what an influential volcano. (laughs) It was a very influential, the world's most influential volcano, (laughs) Krakatoa. We're going to take another break. We'll be right back. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Kate Jinks and Brody Lancaster. And we're up to question number six. What baleen whale species is Migaloo, the white whale? How are you on whale species? Oh, um... Clearly good. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, really good? Just cycling yeah, through all I was about to say white whale, but that was in the well, question. It is, yes, it is a white whale. Uh, do you know where where it... It was first photographed in 1991 mm-hmm. in the water just off where? Do you know? Coffs Harbour. Oh, you're in the kind of the right region. Um, Byron Bay. Yeah, Byron. Yeah, I knew it was yeah. in there. Um, yeah. So it goes up. Um, he, I should say, migrates over the east coast mm-hmm. uh, of Australia. I mean, it's not a humpback, is it? No, it is, it is a humpback. Hump- yeah, because yeah. that's where they migrate up yeah, that coast. Exactly right. Beautiful. Migaloo is a humpback, and do you know we get the word or his name Migaloo uh, from the Butchler language? Which means, do you have any guess what Migaloo might, might mean? Doesn't it mean, I don't think we can play this, but I have heard that it means white c- <laughs> And that it's like that's the real meaning of it and that white people have yeah. been sold a different story. And it's, yeah, well, oh. maybe, maybe it does. That's, uh, that's quite funny if it does. But anyway, um, incredible. But what I have in front of me is that it means white fella. Yeah, I think that's so, a nice yeah, way. So of, I think you're right. Mm, a nice version of of what it really means, perhaps. Sure. Goodness me, I I I was unprepared for for that. I heard <laughs> it in uh, one of Steph Tisdall's sets. Oh right. And um, yeah, right. I take her word for it. Yeah, sure. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Migaloo. Well, yeah. Migaloo, the icon, or, out there somewhere. I know we haven't seen him for uh, a couple of years. When that one washed up on the beach the other day. Everyone was sad because they thought it was Migaloo and then was less sad because it was just another beautiful white whale that was dead. (laughs) (laughs) Not the one we all know the name of. Yeah. (laughs) And do you know, this is pretty nuts, do you know how they know that it wasn't Migaloo? No. Because they actually collected 
Migaloo's DNA. They have Migaloo's DNA from... It's kind of gross. From sloughed skin that Migaloo, you know, left when he was breaching at some point. He's exfoliating. Yeah, I was about to say, is this going into some beauty product very soon? And yeah, so they they have his DNA. So they're able to kind of track his offspring if he has any. Or Mm. try to clone him. Or try to clone him. Mm. Possibly. Mm. I think that's a sequel to Moby Dick. That's a kind of futuristic. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Barbara Streisand, didn't she clone her dog? Oh, she cloned her, her dog. Her dog. Yeah. So, I mean, talk yeah. to Babs. Let's get Babs on yeah, the phone about this. She'll do She'll it. She'll fund it. Okay. Question number seven. Name Australia's Minister for the Environment. Oh, I should... Oh, how's your contemporary <laughs> politics? I guess they're new. We haven't had time to be mad yeah, but at them this, yet. But this was quite... I um, was in Cannes when this happened. I don't know. <laughs> oh, right up. <laughs> A real woman of the people. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ooh, I should oh, 100% know this and I am... You can do... You'll get there. I'll tell you why because okay, this person... Okay, is, is it Penny? It's not Penny. It's not Penny. No, she's the... Uh, foreign uh, minister. Oh God, my my list of people who work for Anthony Albanese uh, is short. I guess. <laughs> so it's not Penny, but you are. But it is a woman. It's a woman. Yeah, and she was she was probably ill prepared for this portfolio because she was the shadow minister for something else while in opposition. So she was the shadow minister for education. Yeah. Tanya. It is. It's Tanya. Is it Tanya? It's Tanya Plibersek. It's Tanya Plibersek. Oh, Tanya. Friend of the show. She's actually been on this podcast. Oh, shout Love out. Tanya. Shout, shout out to Tanya. I'm, I'm sorry that I lost touch with Tanya. I didn't know what she was up to these days. And I just want to oh, yeah. yeah, register shame she, on my behalf on that. When you said right. she was unprepared for it because she did something different, I'm imagining like Minister for Polluting? <laughs> <laughs> Minister for like... <laughs> Fossil fuels? Uh, no. But yes, Tanya Plibersek is now Australia's Minister for the Environment. Shout All right, out. question number eight. What Bay of Islands town, starting with R, is widely regarded as home to the first permanent European settlement in New Zealand? It's a, this is a tricky one. If you don't know, I, I guess you really don't know. I have been to the Bay of Islands. Oh, Yeah. Were you there in the early 18th century? 19th century, Yes, sorry. if you look at Webb's <laughs> images, <laughs> you Webb's, can see Webb's me. camera around? Uh, no, I wasn't. I have to uh, I'll come clean. I was not. Because um, right. it was known as Kororareka, mm-hmm. Kororareka in the early 19th century when it was a trading port. It's in the Bay of Islands. Which is, Tell me where that is. Where's that, Jinx? It is about... Five hours north of Auckland. It is, yeah, it is the far north of the North Island of New Zealand. Um, It starts with R. mm. I'm going to give you a little clue that it's a man's name, a man's first name. Okay. And it shares its name with a New Zealand export to this country who is a Oscar-winning actor. Russell? Russell. Russell. I 
don't remember that. Oh, God. Wow. I should. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right. Russell. The town of Russell in New Zealand mm. is. It's just uh, Russell. It's just called Russell. Yeah. Wow. Mm. <laughs> Rusty. Yeah, the town of Russell is widely regarded as home to the first permanent European settlement in New Zealand. All right, question number nine. Beethoven's Bagatelle number 25 in A minor for solo piano is more commonly known as... Do you know? Uh, Au Claire de Lune? No, the the other one. As Fur... Delice. Not Delice, but... Elise. Elise, yeah. What am I Fleur thinking Elise. of Fleur de... Oh, the, the Fleur de Lis. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. The, the Fleur de yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the for Elise. Hmm. No one knows who the Elise for whom it is Fleur is, ah. as it wasn't published until 40 years after Beethoven's death. Wow. Mm. Isn't that crazy? They should have asked him in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> they should have. <laughs> James Webb should go back and find out. <laughs> I think we're we're leaning on James Webb a lot to uh, kind of solve our problems. Yeah, we should be leaning on Bill and Ted. <laughs> Do you know how Fur Elise goes? I was going to ask actually. Go on, you sing it. Do you know, Kate? D- uh, no, I'm I'm sure I used to be able to play it on clarinet, but oh, oh wow, that was a long time ago. As soon ago. as you said Beethoven, my Face fell because I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> it's that one. It's that. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, etc. It's a lovely tune. Yeah, and and so so done by myself, if I might say so myself. Oh yeah, it's your rendition. I think that is. Yeah, thank you. One more. Yeah, we are up to the final question. Here we go. Question number 10. What degree is abbreviated to BVSC? So what educational degree? What um, university degree? So capital B, capital V, capital S, and with a lowercase c. Bachelor. Bachelor of Vocational Science. You, you've got the the bachelor and the science, but not it's not vocational. <laughs> For that, you got a TAFE, I guess. Yeah, bachelor of it's yeah. You're studying TAFE. <laughs> <laughs> um, vehicular <laughs> science. That wasn't Vocals. a joke. A car, <laughs> a car designer. No. Um, what kind of sciences um, are there? I'm going through all my V words. And, yeah, uh, let me tell yeah. you this. If you get this degree, even though it's not a PhD, you do get called doctor. Mm. Veterinarian. Veterinarian is the right answer. Or veterinary science. Bachelor of Veterinary Science. Oh, that's is... what the little C stands for, science. Yeah, it's the like little C. Science, yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah. The C, the C is for science. <laughs> <laughs> C for science. Oh, okay. Uh, well done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. We did get there. Yeah, yes. you did get there. All right, we're going to take one last break. We'll be right back. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Brody Lancaster, Kate Jinks, thank you both so much for doing the quiz. See, it wasn't that bad. Was I was it? about to say we didn't get any pop culture questions, but then I remembered the crawdads. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and the Aardman animation yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but nothing about the Kardashians or Real Housewives or... Um, or any of the films that miffed this year, Johnny. Very rude. No, I, I am sorry. There are 350 you, films. Well, apologies <laughs> for the deficits of the questions. Uh, but thank you both so much for doing the quiz. It's been an absolute ball having you both. Oh, thanks for having uh, us. I feel like I've so been fun. inside one of your own episodes <laughs> of See Also. Yeah. There there was a z- We don't talk about these things on See Also very often, so <laughs> but maybe we will. Maybe that's yeah, the maybe new direction. You will, maybe. Yeah. yeah. There there was about the same level of like who's that person <laughs> as we usually just cut out yeah. of the podcast. Yeah, that's all edited out. It's going yeah, like, yeah. what's that name? I don't know, Rachel. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that you do edit that out because I oh, yeah. I listen to you too and you sound so eloquent and knowledgeable and I mean, yeah, without editing, we're still eloquent and knowledgeable. Uh, no, you are, you are. There's just, like, everyone there's needs just a like, hand. There's just like big gaps of us like racking our brains, trying not to look something or Googling. Up. Yeah. 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 This no, coming week, the day that. that your quiz episode comes out, our podcast also comes out on Saturday mornings. Um, you, you can go and listen to it. Right now, mm-hmm. if you like, listeners. Yes, and you will get to hear me trying to think of the name of the actor Rebecca Hall, but I just keep oh. saying, you know, Rebecca over and over again, <laughs> which is <laughs> we really do keep it in sometimes. <laughs> just we need to sound uh, yeah. relatable, yeah. right? Well, yeah. Okay. Is this good promo for our podcast? <laughs> yeah, I think this is exactly what people will get if they go to your podcast. So, yeah. Good, good, good. Well, thanks so Great. much, guys. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks, Johnny. That was really and fun. take care. Great. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Saturday Quiz. Thank you to my guests this week, Kate Jinks and Brody Lancaster. I'll put a link in the show notes to their podcast, See Also. If you liked hearing them talk about things that they know nothing about, you will love listening to them discussing things they're experts in. Thank you to Cindy McDonald for writing another great quiz. My name's John Leary, and I'll have more questions for you same time next week.